Welcome into A to Z Sports on a Friday, powered as always by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network uh, as we go live every weekday morning at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Also hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Got to thank our sponsors because they truly do make it happen for our company and they help out you guys. Renters Warehouse, Nashville, the professional landlords in the area at renterswarehouse.com, Wilson County Hyundai. Check them out and make them a part of your new car buying process by seeing what they got on the lot in Lebanon or by go checking them out at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care, and Farm Bureau Health Plans. Get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. Better coverage, better rates, better service. Learn more about a plan for you at fbhp.com slash atoz okay so i don't know if anybody was truly expecting it to happen yesterday well but, uh, wait, wait, wait austin what? i don't mean to cut you off okay. but i have to do something as i was not on the show yesterday uh, right yes, yes uh you were and you you finally paid off i don't know what the magic bucket made the two of you guys do yesterday <clears throat> but i did see that you have up oh, well now i do know i did see you had eyeshadow on now yeah. you yeah. can see clear with your glasses. Well, I figured out I don't have a shot glass in my house, but I do have, uh, and I'm trying to figure out, this is my grandfather's, what would you call this? A, a, a container? It's like a nice container for... Uh, Karoff? Croff? A Karoff? 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 One of those. Maybe the chat can help us. But both it ways. is Friday. I'm a man of my word. I'm going to be uh, starting this show, pulling off some... Johnny Walker Scotch. Uh, that is what I have. Uh, <laughs> Scott, Scott, Scott's picked out. Oh, yes, uh, yes, yes. Uh, a drinking man's drink. So I will. Uh, decanter, decanter, a decanter. There we go. <laughs> a carafe is something that. There you go. There you go. Get that. You look like Matt Stafford on stage. <laughs> oh man, that got me down in the in the bones. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. That was tasty, though. It I'm was sure. tasty. Uh, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, Decanter, thank you, everybody, for fixing my carafe. Carafe is what they bring you on the, your table at a restaurant because you drink too much water and they don't want to fill it up. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. But still a container that holds yeah. liquid. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not, I can't get too upset. Yes, and uh, J- J- Jacob says, how does Zach not have one shot glass in his house? I actually don't either. I took it out of a whiskey drink. Uh, I, like don't, a whiskey I don't take glass. shots. Like, when, when, hey, let's get some shot. Like, that's... No. I, I, no, you, have, you get like a whiskey glass and you pour it in there and you sip on it. That, I'm or 34. tequila, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I, uh, you know, I hate to Scott's say that, but. Thing of the past. Thing of the past. All right. So uh, it's a vase with brown flower water. That's <laughs> what Brandon says. Okay. So I don't think we were all, uh, we were all really thinking about this Titans new stadium conversation yesterday until Nate Rao broke the story, but. Uh, uh, Axios Media, Axios Nashville, excuse me, is where it came out. And so it's really pretty simple, is that we've heard over the last couple of years, and Zach, we went to a a couple Titans luncheons over the last couple of years about what they're planning on doing with the East Bank and how they want to improve that area of the city and downtown and try to connect the Broadway, lower broad area across the river and have the stadium and other businesses work on the East Bank. But it was all about improving Nissan Stadium. Amy Adams Strunk, the Titans controlling owner, has talked about wanting to upgrade Nissan Stadium in a similar way that the Miami Dolphins Stadium was upgraded several years ago and not have to build a new one. And it's all about the bones, right? You talk about you fill that with that scotch down in your bones. It's about the Nissan Stadium bones and what they have to offer and what they can improve on. So the original projection for the renovated stadium was set at about 600 million bucks. Well, you know, it's tough right now. COVID happened. It's hard to build things. And if you're trying to build something, you kind of figure that out. So that has ballooned up to $1.2 billion. So the projection now to renovate at $1.2 billion. Let's toss it over to Rhett Bryan on 104.5 The Zone yesterday to talk more about it. For example, the stadium's structural frame was built with concrete, needs to be largely replaced with steel. That is a major undertaking construction-wise. 
The mechanical plumbing, electrical systems need to be completely replaced. The window systems throughout the building is so antiquated, it's not even being manufactured anymore. So you have outdated, outmoded things, change in technology. But when you're talking about, you know how we watch those uh, HDTV uh, shows where they talk about, boy, the the house is going to need a lot of this, but the bones are good. Well, it's not that the (laughs) bones are bad, Mm -hmm. but the bones need to be updated. Well, you're talking structural stuff like, I mean... I'm no construction expert at all. My grandfather was in that stuff for 40 years. And I can tell you, when you're talking about major structural change like that, that's where the price tag gets into this thing. And then, you know, when you're talking about replacing wiring and you think about how much telephone systems and all those things have changed, you're talking about major, I mean, plumbing, glass, all that stuff's not cheap. So what do you do? You think about building another one? Well, that's what this is kind of saying. So if you're going to spend $1.2 billion to renovate and upgrade the stadium, why not just at least, you know, figure out what it'll cost to do a new one and see uh, what the uh, pros and cons are of it, right? Well, uh, so two things. Uh, it's kind of funny. I mean, he basically said the bones are bad. He just didn't want to say it. But everything that he said told us that the bones are bad. The bones They're no are no good. Old bones. Like concrete. Like we know that thing old looks like a... bones are bad bones. Yeah. Old bones break easy. So uh, I that, that was, uh, you know, Rhett works for the, the team per se, so I understand why he was Executive avoiding that. Executive producer of Titans Radio, yeah. Yeah, but the bones are bad. So call it like you see it. And then the other thing that I think, it's like a car, right? So that, I think that's the easiest way that we can uh, compare the two. You you have a used car, you're putting money into it, that, and then you continue to put money into it. And then you realize, man, I've put more, I've put thousands and thousands of dollars. If I would have just bought a new car, maybe at Wilson County Hyundai, then I could have gotten a really good deal. And I had, I had a brand new car, right? I'd start over. I'm not, I'm not having to worry about the transmission or the, the oil. T- I don't know anything about cars. So now I'm just spitting off the top of my head. But for that starts to add up, right? And so you now start to make the business decision to say, let's just go new. And I think that's where the Titans, with the cost, and, you know, Rep. Bryan was correct, the cost of living always goes up, especially in bigger cities. And so, you know, all of the things that it takes to renovate, all of those prices have gone up. You might as well buy new. And, Zach, I want to get to your shockwave that a new stadium for the Titans would send it up the southeast, but – uh, Alex says it's just over 20 years old. It should have been built better. And that's kind of how it was an unfortunate timing of Nissan stadium of when it was built, right? It was built and start, you know, it, it debuted in the summer of 1999. It was being built for the couple of years before that. And that was just right before all the technology changed. It was built like two or three years too early to be one of these new state-of-the-art <clears throat> type stadiums where Alex, you're right. I mean, it, it's it's not old if you want to consider like old stadiums like Lambeau and Neyland Stadium and all this, but it is it was built with older technology right at the end of that older technology because if you look at Reliant Stadium in Houston, looks completely different. And it was really only built like four or five years after uh, what is now known as Nissan Stadium. And so they just missed the mark on what that new technology if they would have built nissan stadium in 2001 maybe it does have steel bones instead of concrete bones but that's just how the timing kind of worked out well and you say you know four or five years that's a huge difference in technology right especially 99 to 2001 (laughs) right you know that was before y2k yeah which which is wild so yeah it it makes a lot of sense timing is everything and you know, I, I think, and, and this kind of leads me to what I believe as far as the the shockwave is. A new stadium does so much for this city, right? I mean, it propels it into an, an, an abyss that it's never seen before. Nashville's got a great reputation. So good that everybody from New York and L.A. are moving here. It's either here or Austin. Now, I do because that's because of the COVID restrictions and no state of income tax. And if you take money, New York and LA money, that go a lot further in Nashville because uh, the cost of living, right, is different. You you go to LA, you pay $13 for like a Coke, right, Uh, or Sprite. 
here is a little bit different. So I, I, I do think that Nashville's reputation makes this even more exciting. But here's my take. Okay. This is how I believe this will send shockwaves through the Southeast. Because of Nashville's reputation, everything will start coming here instead of Atlanta. Atlanta has been the spot. It has been the hub. Mercedes-Benz Stadium, we'll talk about the price and the, uh, and the cost of that from Arthur Blank here later in the show. But look what happened to the SEC tournament once the convention center was built. Once the Music City Center was built. It opened up doors for now. This year, the men's basketball tournament is in Tampa. But literally, they only got two. They only got two out of the like 13 12. years. Two out of 12. Two out of 12. Are so not it, in Nashville. Right. It tells you that if you build it, they will come. People prefer Nashville over Atlanta. All the Atlanta people in the chat, if they're if you're there, hey, go cry on a wet rag. Because the fact is, Nashville is a better city than Atlanta. It is not bigger. It has not been around for as long as far as stability. But Nashville is up and coming. It is growing. It's got a great reputation. And I think a brand new stadium steals all of those big, big events away from Atlanta, which they've just kind of gotten. They were like, oh, well, you got to do it in Atlanta. Oh, well, the Peach Bowl's got to be Atlanta. I think it shakes up so many different things with a brand-new stadium because Nashville's the it city. There's so many things to do. It obviously depends on where the stadium is built. But the infrastructure of the city, the hub is Broadway, right? Not many cities have the hub like Nashville where you can watch the Preds, go to a honky-tonk, walk across the street to a football game, literally turn left and go play uh, top golf. You can do anything. they got to get that scrapyard the hell out of the city. But overall, Nashville has a great reputation, and I believe that that reputation will steal a ton of massive events away from the Southeast, including New Orleans. You could even throw New Orleans and held Jacksonville and the whole state of Florida. Now, Florida has the weather, right? That mm-hmm. is the benefit. People like going in warm weather to big events. But I think this is massive for Nashville if they're able to put together a plan and execute. Yeah, A to Z Sports, you're live. I want to get to this, uh, our the events, but Bradley's saying you're out of your mind, Zach. I don't know what Zach is out of his mind about. Uh, but Brad, Jeff Rubel thinks somebody peed in Bradley's Cheerios this morning. He says he's national people just sell their tickets. Hardcore fans don't need some fancy stadium. Uh, and then that Bradley also said no crybabies, no field turf, no dome. Bradley, I mean, if you can explain better what the heck you're talking about, that would be appreciated. <laughs> I'll talk to Bradley. Bradley, so uh, this is not about diehard fan, bro. Okay, it's not about hey, I fa- I I. Paint or my, I paint my face every day for you know the Titans. It's not for them. It's for everybody else. Yeah. That's what the Super Bowl represents. The Super Bowl, and that is one of the main reasons why they are building it. Right to have the biggest game in American sport come to your city. It's economical. It brings money. That is a corporate event. Corporate meaning money comes to Nashville. It is all economics. All right. It is build. Hey, you spend money, you make more money. I, I've got a line for Bradley. Bradley says, I love the experience as it is. Here is the experience, Bradley. Without a roof, there is a ceiling. <laughs> Does that make sense? Without a roof, there is a ceiling. There's a ceiling of the type of events you can get without a roof on your stadium. And so with a brand new stadium, you open the door to so many things like Zach has talked about. It's weather. When are yeah. the big games played? They're played in January, and they're played in February. Those are when the big games are played. And in March, when March Madness is happening. And in April, early April. And in early April, it rains here. And it rains a lot. It's going to April showers. It's a real thing in Nashville. It all has to do with the weather and retractable domes because you're not going to have corporate people sit in stadiums and get rained on. It's just not going to happen. Bradley Bradley is a guy who believes football is played outside. <laughs> that, is, that, is what, that is what Bradley is. No room for football, Bradley. Okay, fine. Then no Super Bowl for you. No. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about all the events Nashville won't get uh, if Bradley gets what he wants. So let's talk about this. What, what events, what big sporting events, and maybe non-sporting events, but what big events could Nashville host 
with a new stadium for the Tennessee Titans. And we're also talking, we're, we're guessing if you're going to spend over a billion and a half dollars, we'll talk about price later, then it's going to have a roof on it. So let's go ahead and ask the question, what big sporting events could Nashville host with a new Titan stadium? But real quick, let me tell you guys about one of our friends at Renters Warehouse, Nashville. RentersWarehouse.com is where to go to find out how much your home can rent for. They are the professional landlords in the Nashville area. So simply head to their website, check it out, figure out how much your home can rent for because there is an alternative to selling your house. You can. It's a one-time transaction. All the equity you built up in that home is now gone after you sell it. But if you hang on to that house, long-term equity, long-term wealth, retirement plan ready, and Renters Warehouse does everything for you. They find the tenants, they price the home, they do all the maintenance, they collect the checks, and they also do all the tax paperwork for you as well. So check them out at RentersWarehouse.com. I do have one thing I do agree with Bradley about. We'll get to that here in a second. But BetMGM, download the app today. Use the promo code ATOZ Sports. You get a risk-free bet up to $1,000 for new users. Hop on that train. You got the NBA All-Star Game. You got the Daytona 500. I got a couple of buddies driving down in like a tour bus to the the Daytona 500. They left Wednesday. They're down there now. I don't know if they're still drinking it being 9.30 a.m. probably. And they're going to race after race. I was going to try to pull that off. And I was like, I don't think I can do that. I don't think these old bones can drive down to Daytona and spend uh, spend a weekend like they are. But you can bet on the Daytona 500 with BetMGM. All right, so I'm curious to, to hear what you agree with Bradley about. But we're going through all the big sporting events Nashville could host uh, with a brand new stadium that would have a roof, retractable most likely, but would have a roof. Uh, so go ahead, Zach. With what uh, ooh, you agree ooh with that's a. I'll add that to the list. NASCAR race. You do it inside the stadium, just like they did in I mean, LA they've Coliseum. Got, they've, already, they've already got the speedway. Yeah, I don't know. You could the Coliseum. You could, the Coliseum. The Coliseum is an old ass stadium too, and is super wide. Like yeah. you know, you're sitting really far away in the 15th row at the Coliseum in LA from the football field. You so, can't necessarily do that. Uh, and Steven, yes, I did. Uh, nice uh, nice shot of scotch. So there you go. I paid off my bet. Here's where I agree with Bradley. The feel of a football game in a dome or an enclosed stadium is not the same. And I don't like it compared to outside, open-air grass. I don't like field turf. I, I don't. And Me either. Bet your bottom dollar. I bet you that if the Titans get a retractable roof, that thing is not going to be grass. It's going to be cost-effective. It is going to be field turf. That's There's going to be too many events played on it. That's what they're betting on, right? New stadium, more events. So, Bradley, I am with you. I do not like the feel. Arizona of, Arizona has natural grass. Yeah, in, because Arizona's, got, yeah, look at where – come on. I know I, I was about to say that. I was just putting up an example that, you know, it – it can be done, but cost-effective, no. It can't be done in Nashville, Tennessee, right, right. with a re- retractable dome. And- well, look, the field sucks anyway down there. No matter how hard the ground screw is going to work on it, the weather makes it near impossible to keep a grass field good in December and January in Nashville, Tennessee. And so I'm with Bradley. Like, I went to one of the better stadium experiences that I've had that was in a retractable roof. But the roof was open. That's what made it so enjoyable. That was Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis. I saw the Titans play years ago, Charlie Whitehurst and Justin Hunter and that crew. Uh, they were wearing all white jerseys at the time. But uh, that was a cool experience, but it was because the roof was open, but it still doesn't feel the same. I was at Globe Life, Globe Life Park in Texas right next to AT&T Stadium watching the Rangers play this past season. You just feel like you're in your living room. That's not a feeling I want, right? I could be in my living room watching this game. So I'm with Bradley. The feel of a game like that, but that's the sacrifice you're going to have to have. When you buy a house, you may not get the yard. You may not get the jacuzzi. You may not get the shower. It's give and take. So I I, I think that's the sacrifice that Nashville is obviously willing to take for the feel of the game. All right, so what are these other big sporting events uh, that Nashville could host with a brand-new Titan Stadium? And I'm going to go through this. Uh, I'm trying to get to the top of them where everybody is, uh, is answering this, but, uh, you see, uh, you know, retractable roof would be prop would be fantastic. 
Yeah, I mean, the Super Bowl is obvious, right? If you build a new stadium in the NFL, you get a Super Bowl fairly quickly. That is exactly what has happened over the last four stadiums that have been built. Uh, is Vegas going to get a Super Bowl soon? Because they haven't gotten one yet. But Yes, they are. So next year it is in Arizona. It's in uh, uh, where the Cardinals play. And right. the following year it's in Vegas. Okay, so Vegas is getting its Super Bowl on its way. Look, and then the following it- year is in New Orleans. Yeah, so in, you know, Minneapolis, where it's frigid and below freezing, gets one. Nashville would get one, too. So you get a Super Bowl. I think you also uh, can get the NFL Combine in Nashville because that is on the move. Right now, this upcoming uh, Combine in like a week and a half, two weeks, is the last one that's set in stone to be in Indianapolis. And so the NFL Combine would be an offseason event you could get. I think everybody knows that you can get a Final Four bid in uh, Nashville if you have a stadium with a roof over it. And so that would be a big opportunity for the Final Four. You could also get more than just the early weekend of the NCAA tournament because Nashville's hosted that. And we've talked to Scott Ramsey about this. If you're going to host an NCAA tournament, you want that first weekend rather than the second weekend regional. You'd rather have the first weekend because there's more teams, more fans, more people coming in rather than the regional where you only have four teams and four fan bases coming in. But a Final Four is completely different. You definitely want a Final Four in a national championship game in Nashville. So that's where I'll stop because those are the obvious one: Super Bowl, Combine, Final Four. Now let's go to the comments section because Aaron – uh, I, I think he's right. WrestleMania will absolutely uh, be in Nashville if they have or, a new stadium. Or a pay-per-view event, right? I don't yeah. know how. I, I got out of the wrestling game once The Rock and Stone Cold left. But I'm sure they do big-time events like that. And Nashville would be primo because they move those around, right? They, it's been in New York. I, I, actually, one of my is not surprised. One of my buddies that's going to Daytona has been to multiple WrestleManias. And – He's been in New York. He's also been to Dallas. Nashville makes a lot of sense. Yes. Uh, Jacob brings up, and there's a lot of Super Bowl answers, a lot of Final Four answers. Uh, Jacob says the World Cup. Yeah, I mean, I think Nashville's currently in the running for a as a World Cup site. But that's just like the, the group play between two countries that nobody else cares about. They just stick in Nissan Stadium to have somewhere to play. I think if you build a new stadium, you're getting primo knockout round World Cup games. Yeah, well, and Nashville has hosted a ton of soccer games in Nissan Stadium. They got They've a great relationship crushed. with the sport, right? Yep. Yep. But the new soccer stadium that's going to be uh, built, I don't know, uh, when does that go up? Next year? Uh, no, it, it opens May 1st. The May- first, May 1st, the first game for Nashville SC in that stadium is May 1st. How much... Soccer match, how many soccer man- matches is going to take away from that? Say what? How many soccer matches that Nissan Stadium has been hosting? How with the new soccer stadium, how many matches are they going to take away? Oh, from I mean, that? it depends. Like, I, I think if you're if you have Team USA men or women's, then you're going to put that Nissan Stadium, you know, because the, the Nashville SC Stadium looks awesome, by the way, is <clears throat> only going to seat about 30,000. So if you want to get more than that, with a, with a national team or something like that, or friendly with somebody else, national team, then yeah, you'd put that in Nissan Stadium still. So the love of the show is going to Alonzo. Okay. Because, and this is something, Austin, that you brought up before the show, and I think this is a great time to talk about it. Alonzo says this, and he's bringing some good creativity to the show, which I respect. Alonzo says, I absolutely believe that the Titans need a new stadium in the shape of a fireball. With a retractable <laughs> dome, this uh, uh, would increase ticket prices, but it would bring so much money to Nashville with better venues coming to play and uh, to entertain our new stadium. We talked about the theme of stadiums. Every stadium has its own theme, right? No stadium looks the same. What do you think about Alonzo throwing out the fireball theme that goes with the flaming thumbtack, as you see at the bottom yeah, of the screen? Uh, I mean, what? I mean, sh- sure. As long as it doesn't look like my robot vacuum, then that's fine. As long as it doesn't look like a spaceship, then I'm okay with it. I mean, you could go like the country music. Flame, Hall of- but the flame theme is cool. I, I think uh, Brandon it's also said, dangerous. Uh, different Brandon, not not uh, mean. A bad mood, Brandon, but different. Brandon says the stadium should be shit like a sword. That's a very skinny stadium there, Brandon. But if you know, if it's a whole like the Country Music Hall of Fame, if you look at it from an airplane, is a shit like a guitar. 
you know, is, is, can you get, can you get creative like that too? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Uh, but I, you know, I don't think it needs to be built like a uh, flame tack. <laughs> like well, the problem bag. is it really, it really puts you uh, really hitched to that logo for a long time. Right? Yeah. Right. You now can- <laughs> you can't really change off of that. Now people say Greek Coliseum, Coliseum with all the columns and the I, pillars. Okay, I'm also I'm down with that. I've 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 said I've got a great idea for the Titans that I've never disclosed, and maybe this off season I will. I think this is a genius marketing plan, and I've tried been helping the Titans marketing team for years and years. But I do love the Greek theme of the columns and what the Titans represent. Obviously, we've got the Parthenon. All of that thing kind of comes together. Yeah, uh, for sure. So a scaled up Parthenon says Daniel. So uh, back to the uh, back to the events, right? Because we know the big ones, right? WrestleMania added the big ones, but really, what you're hinting at, Zach, is the SEC championship game, right? Atlanta's had that thing since its inception with 1992. Of the SEC championship game is always in Atlanta. The Georgia Dome now Mercedes Benz. It's always in Atlanta. The SEC is looking to expand its footprint. By and by trying to get out of Hoover, Alabama, you know, they have the the baseball tournament there. That's the really only thing left. But I think the SEC could eventually move its headquarters in Nashville with a new stadium. Uh, the College Football Hall of Fame is in Atlanta. So Atlanta would still be a main factor uh, with college football as a whole. But I do think a rotating uh, designation for the SEC championship football game to be in Nashville and Atlanta back and forth would be very, very exciting. And also, let's stick with college football. Some of you guys brought this up, too, of the Music City Bowl raising its profile. The Music City Bowl is actually pretty legit. Like, if you go look at, like, TV – listen to this, Zach. Hold on, listen. If you go look at TV numbers, viewers on TV watching non-New Year's Six bowl games, non-New Year's Six, non-playoff bowl games, the Music City Bowl is one of the higher-rated TV products – in the college football bowl season. And they've had great matchups and, and a lot of really fantastic games with big name players over the last five, six years. If Na- if Nashville gets a new stadium with an expanded playoff on the horizon, now I think Nashville is in that rotation to be a playoff site uh, for a semifinal and maybe even a national championship game rotation uh, if they have a brand new stadium because of how successful college football postseason has been in Nashville at a lower bowl. Yeah, well, I think that happens regardless of the bowl because the actual game, the meaning of the game is elevated, right? So automatically the Music City Bowl means more if it is a in the knockout round of a playoff match, right? So it, it, I don't think the previous reputation of the music city bowl matters at all i just think that if you get vaulted into a playoff game it means more (laughs) i think it means something because what are bowl games about it's about can you get people in the damn stadium and the music city bowl has been able to do that whether it's wisconsin iowa purdue or virginia tech or whatever the hell they get people in nashville to spend their new years in nashville and build around that and they get people in the stadium and they make a bunch of money and so that's why the Music City Bowl is great. Nobody wants to go to Birmingham for that bowl or the BBA Compass Bowl. No, or nobody wants Street to go to Port. Legion Field. Nobody wants to go to Charlotte. Like, and for that bowl, for the Duke's Mayo Bowl, previously known as the Belk Bowl. Gross. But so, like, you know, you see what I'm saying? Like, I think the Music City Bowl immediately skyrockets. And somebody else just said that it's a top 10 viewed bowl game. Ethan said that. And then right before, G-Man says nobody cares about the Music City Bowl, you know, both but, though, but those G-Man's right. Nobody cares about the Music City Bowl, but everybody would care about the Music City Bowl if the Music City Bowl hosted college football playoff games, right? It's it's yes. automatic. It's the structure. It's not. It has nothing to do with the city. It's all about the stadium capacity, viewership, and fans will come. If you if you if the Music City Bowl is now a college football playoff game and Ohio State and LSU are playing in it, that thing's going to be packed regardless. So it has nothing to do with the brand. It has everything to do with the city and site and the actual stadium. Jacob brings up, I think, the best point for this exactly. topic. He says, Atlanta always gets a marquee college football neutral site game to open the season. Nashville could start getting that. Jacob, I, abs- I already dished Hell out yeah. to the love of the show to Alonzo, but you get a double thumbs up for that because that is true. Now 
you start to brand the Music City Bowl, maybe of what you were alluding to, to, to for it to mean more, where you open the season and who gets opening season games, right? I mean, big teams, right? And top where are 10 they? teams in the AP poll, right? They're in AT&T Stadium. They're in Atlanta. The, like, that, those are the cities that host that. Nashville is now part of that if they get a new And city, especially like the, the economic uptick that you would get from hosting that type of game in early September in Nashville, where it's still hot as hell out there, but it's good weather to have a bunch of college football fans fly in for a big weekend right before the NFL season starts. So, yeah, that, that's, a, that's another good event that I think a lot of people haven't really brought up there. And Big Tim Jeff says, y'all are thinking small. Think about the college football playoff national I said championship. That. <laughs> I said that. Well, that's all about the, the structure. Rotation. But Big Tim Jeff's missing the point. It's about the structure of how the, the tournament, the playoff is set up. It goes in rotation. If you are in that rotation, you're going to get a national championship. You just are. And then all of the big stadiums are now, and they bid on it, right? So uh, that's definitely in the mix. It just opens up so much money and so much opportunity. If you build it, they will come. But Austin, how much will it cost to build it for them to come? Oh, yeah, that's a big deal too. A to Z Sports, how much will it cost to build this new Titan Stadium. That's what we want to get your guesses. How much do you think a new Titan Stadium would cost to build if the renovations have already jumped up to 1.2 bill? How much will it cost to build a new stadium? But first, Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride, whether it's the Sonata, whether it's the Palisade. I was talking to Payne Bone yesterday. He is the owner of Wilson County Hyundai, and he will hook you up with an unbelievable deal. They've got electric cars. They've got four-door sedans. They've got that full-size SUV that I talk about, which is the Palisade. Make sure you go there and test drive that vehicle, and you can drive it off the lot for a great price. That is wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Also, don't forget, download the BetMGM app and use our code ATOZ Sports to get a risk-free bet up to $1,000 with your first bet after your first deposit. That's for new users. Check that out. Also got the A to Z Sports Pick Show coming back today at 2 o'clock Central Time on the same channels you're watching right now. Uh, so don't forget to download that BetMGM app as well. It is eSports Picks at 2 o'clock. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions, 21 or older, Tennessee only. New eligible, new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days. And for problem gaining support, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. So if the renovations were going to cost $1.2 billion, how much is it going to cost to build a new stadium from scratch? Jonathan's an honest man. He says no clue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So here's here's what uh, I do know, and we've, we've mentioned this. Taxpayers, right? Yeah. Taxpayer dollars are going to be a part of this. Jeremy says it, it will cost taxpayers zero if the owner is nice and pays for it. Oh, and uh, he had a strong, nice lady. Not Doesn't mean nice. she's a – that's not how business works. <laughs> well, and I'll, I'll give you an example on – and this is a different situation, but when Jerry Jones looked for land to build Cowboys Stadium, he couldn't put it in Dallas. The previous Texas Stadium was in Irving, and he wasn't going to put it in Fort Worth because that's not where the money is. So he put it smack dab in the middle of Fort Worth and Dallas. It's literally right in the, in the middle. The problem was, and that is Arlington, Texas. The problem was Arlington, they didn't do anything. Like, that wasn't built up, but the land was cheap, and guess who had to pay for it? The city of Arlington. Those taxpayers had to pay the taxes on it. So it's all of a sudden you've been living there because my grandparents were a part of this. They lived in Arlington. They they lived like uh, a mile away from the stadium. All of a sudden a stadium goes up and your taxes go up for no reason, right? And you don't benefit because you can't get in the damn thing because it's too expensive and sold out. So taxpayers are a big part of this. I'm very curious about the structure once they get to that point of how much it will cost and then how much taxpayers will pay. Yeah. Now, Jeremy Foote says back uh, that Stan Kroenke paid for all the new stadium in LA. Well, and look, Amy Armstrong is freaking loaded, right? Like her family is, is multi-billionaires. It's, there's a difference in 
that money and Stan Kroenke money. And Walmart money. Yeah, there's a big difference. I, like, there is rich, and then there is uber rich, and then there is insanely stupid uber rich, which is Stan Kroenke. Well, the caveat with that is he was willing to pay for it all because he wanted to move the team. Right. Amy Adam Strunk is not trying to move the team, right? So he had to give something, give a little more to get what he wanted with the NFL, and he was able to do that. So different situation in that regard. Yeah, G Man just says, uh, maybe this is what Jerry Jones did. The, the, the national version of Jerry Jones's move, just put it in Dixon so you could use eight forty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's let's get educated before yeah. we answer officially. This is what we found out this morning, and here's a graphic. So the new stadium in Vegas, it was built in uh, well, it officially launched in 2020, $1.9 billion. Yeah. That first in- year is when they broke ground. So it, obviously it will get more expensive as the construction continues. Right. So that's what you got to do. So let's, we'll, we'll go in a chronological order. U.S. Bank Stadium in 2016, $1.1 billion. Mercedes Benz, $1.5 billion in 2017. Then you shift to 2020. Vegas was $1.9 billion. And SoFi, obviously, 5.5. It's in California. It's a brand-new stadium. It's state-of-the-art, and it's the most recently built. So that gives us a little bit of facts to try to answer this question. It's kind of impossible, right? Because who knows the cost of steel and all that other stuff, right? But does this kind of help you out, try to figure out what it would cost? Because when would it actually – I think that's the first thing we got to figure out. When will – the first game be played because it was 2020 for SoFi 5.5 billion, obviously California caveat. Throw that, throw that graphic back up there. Because if you look at the years, everything but SoFi and SoFi had extra, there was some issues with construction. There was a couple lawsuits tossed in there. That's not included in $5.5 billion. So it took four years to open. The others took three. So three years is, that window of how long it's going to take to break ground to open. Now that Where was are they going to put it though. Right next to the stadium, right in that parking lot, that big ass parking lot. If you look at the Google maps view, Nissan stadium and the parking lot uh, opposite the river, right on the, I guess that's the East sideline. That parking lot is bigger than the ground and the area surface area. The stadium makes up. So you would literally have to build it directly next to it. And so that's How are you gonna get a crane on the other side. I look again, I'm not I'm not an engineer. These are great <laughs> questions, but but you've seen we've seen we've seen cities do similar things of building Atlanta. direct Atlanta did it, uh Minneapolis did it, building directly next to the stadium, uh the old stadium and tearing it down. But that also creates situation. Now, I think Atlanta did it really, really well because the Falcons didn't have to move. The Falcons played in the Georgia Dome the whole time uh, during the construction of Mercedes-Benz. Pitts, uh, Scott says Pittsburgh did it back old uh, Three River Stadium to New Heinz Field, and that was even longer ago. So, uh, But the Vikings, if you remember, they had to play a year, at least one year, in the uh, Minnesota Gophers Stadium. Remember that? It was the outdoor stadium and it was freezing cold. That was a Teddy Bridgewater year. I believe it was one of their kickers. Yeah, he missed a kick versus the Seahawks. Yeah. Blair. Right? Who's the kicker? Blair White. Mm, I think that's it was Blair a good White. trivia question. I think it was Blair White. It's not Blair White. That doesn't, it doesn't hit me. What was that kicker's name? Wide left. Outdoor stadium. I remember it. Playoff game. God. Blair White was a receiver for the Colts. <laughs> yeah, it's not Blair White. Blair <laughs> Walsh. Blair Walsh. Thank you, yeah, chat. Thank you, chat. Close. Chat comes to save us. Blair W. <laughs> <laughs> no Googling. That's pretty good. Uh, but yeah, so not in, in Gary, Gary Anderson was back in 98. <laughs> All right. So, but again, so how much will this cost? Zach, what's your, I think it's, you know, if it's 1.2 to renovate, I think it's at least two. I think two mil- two billion is where I view this being. It's not going to be the five like Stan Kroenke did, so it'll be more than what Vegas did. But it, it'll, I think, two billion is the floor 
uh, for what I think the stadium's going to I cost. think this is going to cost $3 billion. <clears throat> I think three is the perfect number because it overshoots. Always overshoot. When you build a house and you think it's going to be a million dollars, it's going to be a million four. It's just how it works. Because old construction bud, old Jerry, is going to come over and be like, hey, well, you know, we got to get some more wood. And it, it it's just, it's so high right now. Amy Adams Strunk is going to get that version somewhere, somewhere down the road. And plus, it's years in advance. So if you look at the graphic, what are we comparing these to? Let's take SoFi out of it because of California and what we talked about. The closest thing to kind of compare is Vegas's stadium, which was 1.9 in 2020. Well, this thing won't be built. It's already 2022, so it's really going to be 2025, right, which is so- probably going to be 2026 because they haven't even started on it. So 2026 compared to 2020, that's the inflation. You're going to go from $1.9 billion to $3 billion. That's why I think that is the answer. All right, so I, I just figured something out. So MetLife Stadium in New York <clears throat> was built in, tw- in 2007 to 2010 and went for $1.7 billion. So technically, that's third, even more uh, than Mercedes. So, <clears throat> but New York and LA are always going to cost. No, I know. So I just figured out the uh, the inflation adjusted cost for those stadiums in 2020. So obviously, the um, I'm using the inflation from two years ago, but it, you know it's, it helps. So if you look at MetLife Stadium was built 07 to 2010 for 1.7 bill. That inflation to 2020 is 2.02 billion. Um, if you look at uh, Yankee Stadium, so we're looking Stadium, at 2026 or 2027. I understand. <clears throat> I'm just using this as extra uh, data, right? Yankee Stadium uh, in New York was built 06 to 09 for 1.5 billion. That inflation's up to 1.8. Uh, and Mercedes Benz is is not up that high in Atlanta. Mercedes Benz. Built fourteen to seventeen for one point five billion, only up to one point five eight billion during that time. So, if we're trying to compare cities and markets that are that were that we think Nashville make it makes sense for Nashville, you can look at U.S. Bank and Atlanta, who only had their inflation go up uh, less than a hundred million dollars, which sounds weird to say less than a hundred million dollars, but uh, but you know what I'm saying. I just I think by the thing by the time the first kick uh, for the new stadium, which will be in twenty twenty six, or look, the contract is up what twenty twenty eight. Yeah, that's the lease. That's the Nissan Stadium lease. But the Nissan the Nissan naming rights go beyond that. Well, that doesn't matter. It's the lease, right? The, the naming rights is a sponsorship deal. So, I I think this but the is, naming rights helps because if Nissan's in this thing through that, then they're going to be in this thing for the next. Stadium too. Oh yeah, they're not going anywhere. I, right. That's that's my that's my point. Is that it helps? They'd have to some, sign a new deal, probably. Sure. Or that deal. Yeah. I guarantee that. I mean, talk about lawyers. When they signed that deal for Nissan State for twenty years, guarantee there's a clause in there, C five, that says if stadium is moved in a new stadium, they have first right of refusal to renegotiate this contract. But they're going to have to pay a lot more for a new stadium. My prediction is this stadium will launch 2028. We don't even know if it's a real thing yet. That's why I say. That's why I'm giving <laughs> yeah. grace. 2028 is my prediction. It's 2022. So that's six years. It's fun to talk about. Uh, but I, I think with everything going into it, because look, they got to do renderings. They got to do all of that other stuff. 2028 is most most likely, in my opinion. Now, there is an important thing of, of the report that came out is that they didn't just start talking about new stadium. That the report says that they shifted away from the renovation because of the price increase of 600 million to 1.2 billion for the renovation. They've been exploring new stadium for quote months, right? So it's not like they just started this week. You know, they've been talking about this for at least whatever months means, two months, three months, six months, whatever it might be. So, you know, we don't know exactly where they're at uh, in this in this uh, process. Now, Damon does some math for us. Appreciate it, Damon. 
David says 1.9 bill at 8% inflation rate for four years to 2026 would be 2.6 billion. Yeah, 2028 is right around three because Jerry's going to raise the cost of steel. I'm telling you, this thing's going to be over $3 billion. It's three or higher, but it's going to be around three. I mark yeah. it down. I, no, I, that's my, that's my no, bid. I think, I think I'm with you. I think I'm with you. Based on the timeline, I think I'm with you. Now, uh, Bobby was saying that Buffalo's new stadium is projected at $1.4 Now, Buffalo is probably easier to build, build than uh, Nashville. Yeah, what else is in Buffalo? Uh, they're close to Niagara Falls. Yeah, that's true. That's about, about it. it. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's move on and wrap up this Friday show with Ain't That Good News. We do it every Friday to send us all to the weekend. Uh, but, Zach, first tell us about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, Farm Bureau Health Plans, they've changed my health plan, and they can change yours. Better coverage, better rates, better service. Farm Bureau Health Plans, look, I had a different health plan the last several years. I figured out it was not a very good health plan. And I figured that out by going to fbhp.com slash A to Z and actually getting a health assessment and then getting a quote. I'm saving 20 over 20% every month on my health plan. And I literally have better coverage at a better rate and I've had better service. So that's the best part about Farm Bureau Health Plans. They put it into action and I'm an honest man. I did not know that that was going to happen to start the year, you guys have watched me through the process. All you got to do is go to fbhp.com slash A to Z and start your sign-up process. You can do it all online, honestly. I, I went through the steps of actually calling somebody because I wanted to learn a little bit more about it. I learned about the process. You can do the same thing. You can go through and a rep can call. She walked me through it. It was very easy. She told me when I was going to get my quote. I got my quote and ends up it was a lot better. Over 200 locations in the state of Tennessee. Better coverage, better rates, better service. That's fbhp.com slash A to Z. Don't forget, download that BetMGM app. Use that code ATOZ Sports for risk-free bet up to $1,000 with your first bet and your first deposit. Also, go check for current users. I like to give the current users something else, too. There's some specials going on with the NBA All-Star Weekend. So you just go find the opt-in. Yeah, there you go, Zach. Get that face ID going. And right. I know Zach wants to get his NBA All-Star itch scratched. And so you can opt in and get a lot of extra deals with the NBA All-Star game. So make sure you opt into those promotions. You can find them on the BetMGM app if you're already a current user. But new users, download the app. Use our code ATOZ Sports for risk-free bet up to $1,000 with your first bet after your first deposit. <laughs> All right, ain't that good news to send us to the weekend? Lucas starts us off, says good news. His cell phone service held up. He listened to the entire show. Congratulations, Lucas. He was having issues uh, earlier uh, in the week. Uh, Rooney says good news. He's going home after a week of work. There you go. Uh, Scott says good news is his national trip is booked for early May. Nice. May Early May is a good time to come to Nashville. Uh, Zach, what is your good news this week? So I, I got now I got three good newses. Uh, First good news is, man, that that scotch shot has got me some kind of way. It's eight, it's nine o'clock in the morning. I hadn't eaten anything this morning, and uh, mid show I couldn't speak, and I was like, "It's that damn scotch, really?" Yes, I didn't. I, I haven't noticed anything. I could not speak. I could like, I was tongue tied. I, I couldn't speak, and I was like, "It's got to be the scotch. It's getting to me." So I guess that's good news to start on a Friday. Here's one other good news that I, I found out about. Matthew Stafford, I like Matthew Stafford. I, over the last course of the last week, I think he's shown me that he is a really good guy. Now, look, he did, and he reacted. If you saw that woman, the photographer, <laughs> fall off the stage, and he he reacted, probably how most of us would react, oh, you know what, and then, like, turned around. And his wife, thank, you know, thank God that she, like, went and helped her. She fractured her back and ruined her, you know, $1,000 camera or whatever. Like, seriously injured. Matthew Stafford was getting a lot of heat, and he's paying for all the medical bills and a brand-new camera, right? So doing the right thing. That yeah. he, It was a reaction. Yeah, I think yeah. I would have done the same thing. Well, I mean, I, I, I feel like I would have done more. You, you all, yes, you always think that you would have well, done I've more. I've been in situations where I've done more. But in that moment, 
especially if you, you've been drinking all day. You, Matthew yeah, Stafford the, was drinking tequila from sunrise to that point. Yeah, the, the uh, I, I've been in situations where I've like been walking down the sidewalk and I heard a car accident, like the block behind me, and I've run over there to check. Have on you me. been smashed? No, celebrating so, the biggest no, victory no, no, of your I, career. I the, the 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 drunk off your face is definitely a different variable in this. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, you know, and so I give him grace there, and I don't give a lot of people grace. But that, I, and then also, I don't know if you saw this clip. Do you remember when Cooper Cup got hit in the end zone, helmet to helmet after, and it got called back because of a flag at the end of the game? Yeah. Stafford sprints over and is like, "Was that you? Was that you?" But in like the nicest way, he wasn't like. Get the hell! Like it, it was just one of those moments where I was like, "Man, I, I like Matthew. He's very likable now." Where we didn't know anything about him because he was in Detroit. I didn't know anything about him. It was just like Matthew Stafford. Oh, he's a loser. He's in Detroit. He, lo- he lost. Oh well, he lost again. Really good. So uh, I don't know how that's good news, but I did. Like I, well, I was. And let me just say this about the medical bills. Like it's the right thing to do, right? But like let's not just like she probably hits her deductible pretty quickly with this, <laughs> and then everything else is okay. So it's not like Matt Stafford's dishing out tens of thousands of dollars uh, for this. Now the rehab might is where this could help right? out. You know, we don't know what his he's fitting the bill. At least he recognized it, and I'm sure it, he's. I guess here's my good news. I do feel that he's going to do the right thing. That's I, I feel like that is a good thing. I, I just ha- I, I don't know. I, based on what we've found out about Matthew Stafford over the last couple of months, because he's actually been in our TVs. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with you. It, it's the right thing to do. It is a reactionary. It's a guilt, probably. Oh crap! I feel kind of bad for how I reacted there. Let me help you out. So they. So that's that one is, of your good news? That's one of my good news. Okay, what's your second good news? My second good news is I will not be here next Friday for this good news is because annual bro ski trip on the horizon. Get to fly to Denver and see my sister and, and her family, which is always great. And looking forward to doing that. But hitting the slopes, mountains, my friend, going down double blacks, shredding. It's going to be fun. I look forward to this. This is the fifth year running with uh, – my ski buddies. And the best part, if you've ever been snow skiing, you have to ski with people that ski, right? You, it, There's no stragglers left behind. We go fast, we go hard, and we get down the mountain and go back up. So it is a great crew to go skiing and snowboarding. A lot of people go snow, snowboarding in our crew. But my good news is I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Now that the season's over, I can start taking some vacations yeah uh, eddie says good news coming down to look to buy property in tennessee this week hey we met eddie at uh the mainstay there right before the playoff game so now if eddie just comes to the mainstay every weekend right i'm down with that uh brent says good news paid off his uh, their house that's awesome and then here's this good this is also probably the scotch uh jay says good news two guys smiling on my screen laughing debating yet getting along <laughs> so well, zach, how we started the week and how we're into the week very different yeah, zach uh maybe the scotch takes the edge off of that debate <laughs> and we just have a smiley a lovable happy, guy debate. who cares it doesn't matter if i'm right or you're wrong man it's just fun we're yeah. having fun uh here's before i get to my good news here's side shade orlando says and it's matthew not matt per his wife here is how I feel about that type of situation. If you're, if parents give their child a name like Matthew or Michael or Patrick or Zachary or whatever the hell, that can easily be shortened to Matt, Mike, Pat, and Zach. Tough. Deal with it. That's what's going to happen. People are quick. They don't want to say multiple syllables. And so if you give them the option, they're going to take the shortcut. So you don't get to be like, it's Matthew. Or I don't want to see Ashley Mahomes say, it's Patrick. It's not Pat. It's Patrick. Oh, Pat's his dad. Really, Brittany <laughs> Mahomes, not Ashley. but Brittany, whatever. Uh, Same thing. So get it right, okay? Yes, Have some my respect. Bad. My bad on that. Jeff. You Jeff can't call him boom, a completely wrong one. name, though. You can't call him a wrong well, I, name. I don't care about her. <laughs> I, but uh, However, uh, the article on our website has a lot of website hits because of that. Um, but anyway, so. Yeah, I mean, if you if you name your your kid that, it's gonna happen. You can't avoid it, and you can't stop people. So, just think that through. Think that through. All right, my good news, Zach. Is, do you have another good news? Uh, you said you had three. Yeah, uh, me being drunk early in the morning, Matthew Stafford, okay. and snow skiing. <laughs> all right, so you've gone through all your three. All right, 
My good news is uh, on Wednesday night, uh, you and I went to Lipscomb's business school at Lipscomb University and had a, uh, a sit-down uh, meeting and, and kind of a talk, speaking engagement with a lot of the business uh, students there at Lipscomb, talking about how we turned our passion into profit and how we built our business. And we were able to meet a few of you guys who listen and watch the show. We're able to answer questions uh, with business students as well and just share our story. And I, I thought that was really fun. And it really made me, you know, just respect and, or not respect, but think more about how grateful I am that we've been able to do this over five and a half years and uh, the plans that we have coming up. So my good news is uh, getting to share that and getting to connect with college students about what, because there's so many opportunities this day and age to make money on your own, going your own path and not have to go get the corporate job out of school. And so if you can use your talents, use your passions to figure out how to make that a career. And there's so many different ways to do it. Somebody tagged us in a live stream show on Twitter that said that uh, they were like the A to Z sports of weed smoking because they do a wake and take live stream every morning. Bingo. That's it, right? Like if you find your passion and what you can do to make a career out of it, if it's weed, if it's Star Wars, I don't care. But if you can do it and do it well, Go for it. Are you are you trying to, to say we should do Toke It Up Tuesday? I Is mean, that what you're pitching to us? I mean, we would maybe we could uh, talk to that show and figure out how to make them a part of it, and we can go pitch other sponsors. Wow. I mean, you know, you talk about a real chill vibe on Tuesdays. It's like, we'll do some sports trivia, man, and we'll just <laughs> we'll hang out, man. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> like, could, I mean, it made me think, like, could you imagine the market and the, the audience you could get with a wake and take morning live stream? Well, I, that's why I, I'm, I'm not I'm not saying we should or should do this, but that would be, I think, a really fun experience for the listener and our followers is that, like, Tuesday, these guys are going to get baked and the show's <laughs> going to be completely different. You're not going to be – Zach's not going to be yelling at Austin. Austin's not going to be uh, telling Zach to shut his mouth. Yeah. Like, Tuesday's going to be real chill, bro. I think and uh, we get a sponsor. Now, Tennessee's got to do its part. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're you know, that – not exactly Actually, what I you don't know where I am. I don't, you know, <laughs> I, I could be in Key West. I could be in LA. Who knows? I just thought that was, I just thought that was funny, but like you can, my whole point is that you can, <laughs> you know, you can do a lot of different things and make money, make a career out of your passions, whether it's weed or whatever. And uh, <laughs> thanks for that information, Billy. In the comments. <laughs> uh, here's, I also want to shout out Rudy. Rudy was yeah. uh, the originator of this because he went to Lipscomb and we, we spoke, man, like three years ago or two and a half years ago at his class when he was at Lipscomb and he was a, a fan of the show and he kind of uh, introduced us. And, and again, we, we love sharing our story because maybe some of our experiences can help uh, anybody, whether you're young or old. So uh, yeah, I doubled down on that good news on that Friday. All right, so we will see you guys on Tuesday. Here's some good news. It's a three-day weekend for A to Z. Now, I, we're taking the show off Monday. Oh, I've I got, got fourth good news. I got fourth you good news. You got fourth good news? I got four good news. I'm okay. telling you, I'm feeling good, baby. Well, well, uh, here's my fourth good news. I am, and I am not a hunter, uh, but I'm going to a charity quail hunt on Monday for President's Day. I don't know what I'm getting myself into. I, I don't know, but I it's it's for charity, and uh, we're we're gonna you know I'm gonna I'm gonna take part in it, and we're gonna figure out what the hell is a quail hunt. So uh, that's fourth good news, uh, President's Day to to represent our presidents. Our well, Orlando says, who cares about President's Day? Orlando, it's a Monday in February that we can take off. <laughs> well, no, we great the great forefathers of our nation that that signed the Declaration of Independence. So, and I'll be honest, so we're not going through the same stuff that Canada's going through right now. That's for the forefathers, right? Checks and balances. So I am I am for President's Day. Whether you love our president or you hate our president, he's going to be gone in three to, what, five years, whatever. It probably gonna, that could be that long. But that's the best part about checks and balances. So I respect our presidents because of the setup of our country where it's not a dictatorship, Right. That's that's a huge benefit. Yeah. Well, you know, there's no show on Monday morning, but I'm still working while Zach goes and 
plays. Oh, you think I'm just I, – I, I, <laughs> I don't turn off, bro, so no, you can claim I'm that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So no show on Monday. We'll see you guys on Tuesday morning. Uh, if you guys – anybody else is off on Monday, then congratulations. Hope you enjoy the extra Monday off. Uh, but, yeah, meetings – I got four meetings stacked up on Monday morning ready to go just – just in place. I'll be show. wedding crashers, you know, when the, <laughs> the they're on the, the hunt. Yeah, I don't even be know careful. what kind of hunt that is. Just watch your back. Right. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Behind, behind. All right. We'll see you guys on Tuesday. Have a great, safe weekend. Appreciate it, guys. Adios.